Watching a movie or TV show is nothing without a bag of your favorite treats. Take your treats to the next level with the new M&M's Hazelnut Spread Chocolate Candies. They're a delicious combo of hazelnut spread and milk chocolate in every bite-sized piece, delivering a side of indulgence that's all its own. Liz and I still have these M&M hazelnuts in our office, despite the fact that we've been eating them constantly. And we've tried to start getting a little more creative in like how we're eating them and how we're justifying them to ourselves. So the other day we had like some pretzel bags open and we were like shaking up the M&Ms in the pretzels because then you get like the salty and the sweet and you're like pretending like it's almost a real snack and almost good for you. Just not, but it's so good. Go hazelnutty and try the new M&M's hazelnut spread chocolate candies today. Welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we are investigating the appeal of Dancing with the Stars. Mm-hmm. And then we're coming to terms with fall glow downs. Oof. And we're commenting on some of the most interesting relationship news of the week. Every time you hear the bell, we have to change topics, no matter how much we're into Zoe Deschanel and her property brother. Ugh. We got to do it. And now let's spill that tea. Okay, as always, first category is Tea Time Checks In With. Amelia, start us off. Okay, well, as the resident Mandy Moore stan, I just want to say I'm really happy for her. She's coming out with new music. I've listened to a little snippet. It's really nice. I've always really liked her music. She Mm -hmm. started out as like a pop singer in the late 90s, and she's really transitioned into being an actress. She's great on This Is Us. I don't watch that show because it's too sad. But people <laughs> love Mandy people, Moore. They, yeah. And they should because she's just like a lovely person, and she went through a horrible marriage with that Ryan Adams person who yes. does not seem like a good guy. Correct. So happy for her that she has shed him, and she is getting back to music. She's thriving. I have yeah. to say my favorite Mandy Moore just thing she's ever done is the song in a walk to remember. Oh my that's god! That's really dramatic. Only hope where she like sings oh, to Shane West yes. and yes. then he kisses her at the end spontaneously on stage. Everyone's like, oh, and she's like, I'm dying, but it's okay because we're in love. Incredible, beautiful, and amazing. The, just the height of cinematic achievement. You know who's also amazing? Who is Chrissy Teigen? Great segue. I cannot believe Tea Time never talks about this woman for how much she's in the news. That's true. She <laughs> is literally. In the news every single day, she does something that goes super viral on Twitter or, like, some clip that, like, is super newsy. Or she's fighting with our president, who shall she not be named. She does that a lot, yes. She does um, that a lot. She's also on several TV shows. She's got Bring the Funny. Oh. She's got Lip Sync Battle. She's in development for Chrissy's Court on Quibi, which I'm really excited what? about. It's, like, small court claims that, like, she's going to be actively— It's, like, Judge Judy, but for, like, Stop. really petty shit. Yeah. <laughs> is she Judge anyway, Judy? I believe— I, I can't okay. confirm, but I believe. I don't know if that's One like legal. Thing. Okay. Anyway, this week, again, she's like back on her bullshit going viral. She accidentally posted her email address on Twitter. Oh, so she has 11.7 million Twitter followers, and she tweeted at her Bring the Funny co-star talking about the outfit she wore to the show's finale. And then she screenshotted her computer screen, which had her email address on it. Mm. Fans started like frantically FaceTiming her. And of course, oh it was her and her mom hanging out on the couch. And they like documented this whole thing for Twitter. She answered a fan's random FaceTime. <laughs> His name was Ricardo. He was super polite. He just said like, hi, how are you guys? Oh, and they had wow, an extre- lucky. <laughs> extremely normal conversation. He goes, okay, I'll let you guys go. Like, good night. And then that was it. It wow. was amazing. And then now, of course, she's like changed everything. 
But this woman <laughs> finds a way every single week. My take on Chrissy Teigen is it's incredible for someone who is as online as she is and as political as she is that she has not yet done anything to be canceled for. I know. I know. But we can't. Maybe in the future she shall right. be. But... It feels inevitable. For years and years I've been waiting for her to take a wrong step and for Pete to have to some sort of backlash. I think people, you either really like her or you really like, don't like but her. But like, it's just like people are like, she's annoying. Yeah. Well, there's like, that, that's but it. also then she called like a six-year-old the C-word. Do you remember oh, that? Oh, no. Yeah. That Quavangene Wallace. She she was joking, but she called her <laughs> the C-word. That's kind so, of funny. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Kate's true colors I'm coming out. I'm just saying, if that's the most controversial thing we can point to for Chrissy well, Teigen, who tweets constantly. There was also this other thing. Oh, I don't my know God. how I remember this, but like there was, she tweeted out this video of her and John Legend, and it was like, he was pretend like strangling her and it was oh. kind of like slightly making fun of domestic violence. Uh, it was was like, it? Yeah, it was okay, really Okay, so my, you're saying okay, my take weird. is incorrect. No, I'm just Chrissy saying, I'm just saying that there are some things that I think people have no just one forgotten about. I don't no know. One is safe. I mean, you know, I think cancel it's she's not canceled. Like she's very funny and I like her and it's okay to make mistakes, you know? As long as like they're not Horrible mistakes, you know. So. Great segue. Speaking of horrible <laughs> mistakes. Uh, Felicity Huffman mm-hmm. is paying for hers, although not quite the way that people expected. She's been sentenced to do two weeks in prison um, for <laughs> so Operation happy. Varsity Blues. And two weeks is fucking wild. Yeah. So, you know, the whole thing was like her team was obviously did not want any prison time. So people are like the fact that she's going to jail at all is like is a significant punishment. Um, but it is two weeks, which people were like, that's nothing. Yeah. Uh, we just actually, via TMZ, have some details of her prison sentence. So she is serving her prison time at FCI Dublin in Dublin, California, mm. on October 25th. Ooh. And there are all these details. Like, she will be strip searched upon her entrance. <laughs> then she'll get a jumpsuit, three pairs of underwear, a hygiene kit, and, like, a roll of toilet paper every other week. Oh. Can I ask a question? Yes. She has three pairs of underwear for two weeks? Uh, reportedly. Uh, okay. I don't. Okay. Okay. I'm sure, sure they can do laundry. <laughs> okay. Keep going. Keep going. Um, there are all these things like she'll be required to make her bed by six thirty a.m. every weekday morning. You can sunbathe outside. You get one hour of recreation time every day. There are prison like board games. <laughs> like, oh, hmm, um, good for her. she can't leave the mess hall with anything more than a piece of fruit. Blah blah blah. Mm. So my question is like, you know, people go to jail. They learn a new skill. They read a lot of books. They get super jacked sometimes. Yeah. What do we think will be her focus in jail for two weeks? Like, what does she actually have time to do? She could read, like, a Harry Potter book. True. Sure. I, I, maybe she could help her daughter get into college, like, the correct way. Well, okay. Logistically. Logistically, you have, in two weeks. Yeah. She couldn't, like, get jacked. But she could do, like, half one of those, like, beach body challenges on Pinterest. Yeah. You know, where you do, like, five sit-ups one day, and then the next day you do, like, six sit-ups, and then the next yeah. day you do, like, two push-ups and five sit-ups. You know, she yeah. could, like, work her way through part of that. And it could be a longer Harry Potter book. Like, right. two weeks is a pretty significant right. amount of she time. She could do, read. like, a Harry Potter book and a half. Yeah. Maybe she's a slow reader. She could do, like, a couple seasons of Friends. Um, and I also just wanted to note some things that will last longer than Felicity Huffman's two-week jail sentence. She could make scrambled eggs. She could buy milk and eggs the morning that she leaves for jail, mm-hmm. make scrambled eggs at home, and then come back two weeks later and— Depending on what kind of milk you use, those would be fine. Yeah, almond milk, she could be good forever. She could forever. be good I forever. Mean, yeah. The average return policy, she could, you know, buy some clothes at the Gap, 
go to jail, come back, right. return them. Right. Because now she's super jacked and they don't fit anymore. Yeah. Uh, she could get a manicure before she goes to jail. If she gets a jail manicure, that woman will walk out with the same looking nails the as she tips. entered. The mm-hmm. French tips will still be fresh. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like just a couple other things. Blonde Kim Kardashian was 21 days, much longer than this. Wow. David Blaine chilled in a glass cube with no food for 44 days, significantly longer. And Martha Stewart's jail sentence was five months. Damn. Just to give you some perspective. Martha Stewart did have time to get jacked she if did. she wanted yeah. to. Yeah. yeah. Well, we wish you the best, yeah. I suppose. Uh, <laughs> next category is This Week in Social Media. This week, in general, Sharpay, put your minds back to High School Musical. Take it back. Take us back, Elizabeth. To the really golden age of these kind of movies, to the golden age of Vanessa Hudgens, Zac yes. Efron. yes. Randomly, Sharpay, who is played uh, by Ashley Tisdale, she was kind of the annoying try-hard musical theater woman. Uh, she's having a real moment on Twitter. For, for some reason, she was trending on Twitter this week. Mm-hmm. And Ashley Tisdale, a shockingly good Twitter follow. She's randomly— is ex- she? Yeah, she's pretty good on Twitter. She can really play <laughs> it well, especially the attention that Sharpay is getting. So— um, it says, hi, friendly reminder that Sharpay Evans is that bitch, and I will be channeling her from now on. It's basically, like, she tries really hard. She's very glamorous. She, like, puts all of her efforts into musical theater instead of, like, you know, these fuck boys that yeah. Miss Hudgens I feel was- like she always trends, like, every year or something for one reason or another. Yeah. And I don't know. People are still obsessed with High School Musical, which, like, I never yeah. bought into. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Ashley Tisdale's tweeting, like, I always channel Sharpay when I walk mm. into a room. <laughs> other people are saying, Sharpay was not my favorite character growing up, but since I became a drama student in high school, blah, blah, Sharpay had nothing but love and passion for the musical and I respect her for it. And Ashley Tisdale responded on her own Twitter and said, <laughs> Sharpay was chasing a dream. Troy and Gabriella were chasing each other. Amen. Beautiful. Well said. Very, very beautiful. I love it. Next love Sharpay. Thing. Next thing that was making the rounds on Twitter. You know, every now and then there, there will be like a weird, you know, surgery thing or a weird trend that everyone feels like they have to comment on. This week it was the headline, women are flocking to plastic surgeons to fix resting bitch face. Mm. There's a picture of a before and after of this woman who definitely had some serious RBF. And the after picture where she just very clearly has a more pleasant expression and basically, it's a trend now for probably older women, like middle-aged women, who come into the plastic surgeon and are like, make me look more pleasant, fix my resting bitch face. And yeah. they get injections basically around their mouth to turn it up. And, like, the eyebrows, I think, are also, like, both, like, strategic injections around their eyebrows. Mm-hmm. And just people were like, why do you want to look more pleasant? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I've always kind of wanted resting bitch face. I feel like, you know, they're like, people want to talk to a woman who looks more pleasant and looks like they're smiling more, which like, you you know, is like a classic, like, don't ever talk to me. Yeah. So I personally was just like, people were like, oh, I would get surgery to give me resting bitch face, which I agree with. Me too. I would like to look less pleasant and I would like less people to talk to me. Me as well. So that is my statement on that. Um, next one in social media is the world is absolutely baffled by the following. An umbrella was placed in a New York City WeWork. Overnight, you know, it falls down <laughs> and kind of wedges itself in between the glass doors to get in and out of said WeWork space. And if there's an office of four people that worked in this little like section of the mm-hmm. work, it <laughs> literally stopped everybody from getting in and out. They could not figure a way Yikes. to remove the umbrella. So it went on Twitter. Originally, this was the tweet. It says, my friend's entire company is locked out of their WeWork office because an umbrella fell jamming the door. No one can figure it out, and it has been like this for two 
days. This is a ringer-esque problem, I feel It like. is. This is something that would happen to the New York WeWork ringer office. The <laughs> internet had a lot of thoughts. They were like, have you tried drilling through the ceiling? Have you tried breaking the glass? It's like, there's got to be a better way yeah. than both of those two options. Eventually, the WeWork brought in an engineer who specialized <laughs> in getting into closed offices, which I want to talk to that person. I yeah. don't know. That How is, do you choose that career wow. path? So niche. Uh, the engineer tried the exact same thing we did, jiggle the handle, tried to tried to stick their fingers inside the crease. The engineer said this was beyond his pay grade, and we were told there was an elusive super engineer oh my God. that's very rare and takes days to schedule. This is like the hmm. first the, person. The galaxy brain of like <laughs> breaking into this office. It says this was all beyond anything anyone had ever seen before, according to this engineer. It's just it's an, an umbrella. umbrella. It's on the floor. Wow. I have no idea what is happening. Anyway, what and they went through the ceiling. They drilled. They like removed the umbrella. Walked in. I I cannot fucking believe wow. this. I feel like that needs to be like a Mission Impossible movie. You know where they have yeah. to like rappel in through the ceiling to yes. get the fucking umbrella out yes. of the door. Bizarre. Wow. Okay, last one in social That's media. Wild. So this video has been making the rounds on Twitter for about a week, and it is. Kiki Palmer, a tea time favorite, and she is doing a lie detector test for a Vanity Fair video. And they ask her, because she was on a show called True Jackson VP, where she played the VP of a uh, like a fashion brand. And that's like how she became famous and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And they asked her uh, (laughs) if she thought that True Jackson VP or whatever was a better vice president than Dick Cheney. And she had this just incredible response. It was so funny. She was just like, I don't know who this man is. I'm sorry to this man. And it's, <laughs> I, he could be walking down the yeah, street. And and I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't know a thing. I wouldn't know a thing. It's, it's so <laughs> funny. And it can be used for literally any situation. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's the new, I don't know her, Mariah Carey. hundred percent. And it's just, it's so funny. And I, there was like this really funny tweet from... Um, Whoever's running the Spark Notes Twitter <laughs> account is great. They have like a Shakespeare character wears a thinly veiled disguise. Their closest friends and family. I don't know who this man is. <laughs> As a Shakespeare lover, this is so true. <laughs> yeah. um, and so people have been doing it. It's like Drew Barrymore in Fifty First Dates. I'm sorry, I don't know who this man is. It's just yeah. like so. Yeah, it was like good. Superman takes off his glasses. Sorry to this man. Yeah. <laughs> and then she went on Watch What Happens Live with um, Andy Cohen, and he asked her about her moment, and she was like, "I'm glad I didn't know who that man was." <laughs> yeah. Another really great viral moment for yeah. Kiki. Just. just and we just in the park. We just investigated her. Yeah. Our girl's doing great she things. Is. Yeah. And she, I don't know. I know Kate's seen Hustlers. Liz has not. Seen it tonight, baby. Nice. Kaya, have you seen it? No, not yet. This weekend. Okay, good. I'm glad you guys are seeing it. But she's great in Hustlers. So she good in Hustlers. is amazing. Truly she, hilarious. Her and Lily Reinhardt are so, they're really great supporting characters. Yeah. Huh. Just a so, perfect Shocking. Film. Go see it. Go see it. Okay, uh, next category. This is Tea Time Investigates. This week, we are diving into the mystery that is the (laughs) Dancing with the Stars empire. You guys, they have just started their 28th season. Okay, but they have two seasons. It's like The Bachelor. Right? Right. Each year. Right. It kind of is more year round. But that's still a lot. Regardless, yeah. Uh, Premiered in 2005 on ABC, and I didn't know this. It's the US version of a UK show called Strictly Come Dancing. Right. Okay. Anyway, I'm sure y'all know the premise. It's like a celebrity gets paired with an actual dancer, professional dancer. Quote unquote celebrity, but yes. Yeah. (laughs) Big quotes (laughs) on that. And then they compete week by week. Each couple gets eliminated, blah, blah, blah. 
blah. Okay. We're investigating <laughs> several things. There are a lot of really puzzling parts of this Dancing with the Stars story. Yeah. One, how is it so popular? That's kind of an unanswerable question. I sure. can't say why the public. People have bad taste. <laughs> right. My second question this is so let me tell you guys a little background about the 28th season, which just started. So the talent this time around is Hannah Brown from The Bachelor. Ooh, go Hannah. Sean Spicer. Ugh. Ugh. And then uh, <laughs> Kel Mitchell from Keenan and Kel. What? Yeah, and all that. Oh. Lamar Odom. Okay. Yes, well, we know that from his <laughs> foot-sucking video. Oh, Jesus. Thanks for bringing that back. You're welcome. Karamo Brown from Queer Eye. Uh, James Vanderbeek, Kate Flannery from The Office, Ray Lewis, a couple others. So that's the quote-unquote celebrity bucket that we're working with here. <laughs> yeah. And then all these professional dancers. Another talent that's on this season is Christy Brinkley, who was so— <laughs> She was signed on to be part of the show. She had three weeks to prepare this dance, just like everybody else. Sure. Mysteriously, three <laughs> days before— Three they were days! —supposed to perform, there was a set of cameras filming their rehearsal. I watched this video. It's in the— the season premiere. Okay. She's dancing with her Uh-oh. partner. She falls on what looks like her ankle. <laughs> oh, no! But then she grabs her arm and is like, you guys should watch it. <laughs> but here's a dramatic reenactment. She goes, ooh, 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 my arm. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> my arm. And I look, you guys should watch it. She falls on her ankle. Something happens to her oh, arm. Oh, my God. She apparently breaks it, like, really badly. Okay. She calls in her daughter, Sailor, who is a <gasps> model. Sailor? Quote, unquote. Yeah. Like someone who sails boat? Yeah. Or Sailor Moon. Whatever you oh, want. Oh, Sailor Moon. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Um, Chrissy Brinkley, huge Sailor Moon fan. <laughs> she has not done any. She's been on Sports Illustrated once, okay. it appears, but hasn't done much this else. This is her daughter? Yes. Okay. And her daughter now is subbing in for Chrissy Brinkley <laughs> After on this Christy season. After Chrissy Brinkley apparently hurt her arm, even though it was kind of her ankle. Yes. Okay. And then on the show, they yeah. were like, when are you going to come back? Because obviously, if it's like a couple weeks, you know, she gets subbed back in. Yeah. And she goes, oh, you know, the doctor said it was one of the oh. worst breaks he's ever oh. seen. Like, we don't know. Wait, in her arm? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Okay. So obviously, this is just in my conspiracy corner. Like, no, I, a plug for her daughter. I believe Christy you. Brinkley has an amazing has had an amazing right. career. This other her daughter yeah. has had a harder time, like kickstarting right. sure. her modeling. It's right. hard when your mom's Christy Brinkley. Yeah. You know? So that's one a Wait, puzzling aspect. That reminds me. Have you seen the Keeping Up with the Kardashians episode where Kris Jenner like tries out for like the L.A. Sparks old lady dance team, Indeed. and she's like, woo, and then she like falls down. She's like, ow, oh, ow, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Maybe that's just is what happens <laughs> when older women try to dance. Anyway, Jesus. Wendy Williams. <laughs> So it's just like another character to introduce. There's so many great elements to this. (laughs) I know. Agrees with me. She thinks that this is total bullshit. She says this is, quote, fake as hell. Coming from Wendy Wendy Williams. Who fainted. Remember when she fainted in her Statue of Liberty costume? (laughs) Anyway, and then Chrissy Brinkley, again, is like really upset that Wendy said that. She's like, I've got to call her. I've been with her through it all. I'm like, I didn't even know you two knew each other. (laughs) A lot of puzzling shit going on with Dancing with the Stars. Wow. Wow. A lot of wow. I, know, I, I agree with you. you. No, I agree with you because I think the people who go on the show are either like husbands mm-hmm. or up and coming people. Right? Because mm-hmm. I forgot Kim Kardashian was on the show. Was Zendaya she? was on the show. Chris Hemsworth was on the Australian right. version. Really, that was when he was on a soap opera. That yeah, was early days. So this is like kind of getting your name out. So this is good for Sailor. I, yes, I a hundred percent. I don't think that's a conspiracy. I think it's real. <laughs> wow. 
Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think there's something super fishy about this. And they put Sean Spicer in a disgusting outfit. That was gross. They're trying to meme him, and I hate it, and I want him I off. I know, he's yeah. Has anyone gotten eliminated yet? No, the first week, he did very poorly. I watched of the course. first episode. He, he got fours across the board, uh, mm. which is a bad score. But yeah, no, I think next week starts the elimination. I believe, to be honest, I only watched till his performance because I wanted to see it. Sure. Then. Yeah. Yikes. Um, also, stars who have turned down Dancing with the Stars, mm-hmm. allegedly. Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> That's Can't imagine insane. why. <laughs> He's got nothing else going on. Uh, Demi Moore, which she's kind of too big of a star, yeah, I think. she is. Yeah. And her daughter was on it, rumor. Yeah. Yeah. Lindsay Lohan. Honestly, this could be in her future. I, this well, feels like it could come yeah. back. Especially if she's a guest judge on The Masked Singer Australia. Totally. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, just get oh. on it. Maybe they don't want her. No, they would want her. They would want her. They would yeah. want her. Because she wouldn't, like, show up to any of the practices. Right. They'd be like, right. where is it, yeah. Lindsay? Um, and then, apparently... Melanie Griffith, who is the mother of Dakota Johnson, um, she has said, like, no, I never want to be on the show. But according to, like, this thing I read in, like, The Hollywood Reporter, they were like, Melanie Griffith tries to get on every single season of Dancing with the Stars. (laughs) It's a good gig, although you put yourself up to, like, potentially a lot of embarrassing. Dancing is really difficult. It's so difficult. And, like, watching Lamar Odom be, like, a bajillion feet tall (laughs) trying to salsa and, like, one, two step. It's really hard. So what do you think is the overall, like, why do people keep coming back to the show? Like viewers? Yes, mm-hmm. because I mean, it is a popular love, show. You love to watch a train wreck. That's why they got and Sean Spicer on there. Yeah. You know? That's true. Yeah. People just have bad taste. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. That's the end of our investigation. <laughs> yes. People have bad taste. That is my thesis. If you want to defend Dancy with the Stars, just tweet us. Okay. Next category, Tea Time's biggest relationship news ever. A lot of bizarre shit. Let's dive in. Amelia? Okay, so it was, I think it was Friday night. And I was sitting in my apartment. Set the scene. Thank you. Um, And I get a text from my friend. And she (laughs) sends me this picture of fucking Zooey Deschanel with Jonathan Scott, one of the property brothers. And she goes, oh my God, what the fuck? And I had the same reaction. It's the natural reaction. And Jonathan Scott of the Property (laughs) Brothers? What is going? What happened, Zoe? What happened? Okay, so she just split up with her husband. Right. And then literally, like, right after it was official, she, like, steps out with the Property Brother. Yeah. And it's such, like, a... They're both (laughs) smiling at the camera. They're, like, very much, like, out to be seen together. Yes. And who got the scoop? None other than (laughs) (laughs) HollywoodLife.com. This is a really bizarre pairing. She, I thought her, like, he's so almost weirdly mainstream. I thought she was going to go, yeah. like, totally separate, like a David Cross-like type kind of oh next God. rebound. I like that. Thought that was going to be more her her flavor. But no, this fucking property brother. <laughs> like, I've seen a couple episodes. Pretty yeah. lame show. Um, Extremely lame. The people love him, so I, like, don't want to get hate for that. But it's just, they are such an interesting, like, Pair. Pair. They're yeah. very freaky you know? to me, honestly. They really skeeve me out a little bit. <laughs> well, apparently, according to this People Magazine exclusive, uh, Zoe Deschanel and Jonathan Scott, quote, bonded over music. She's really happy. Wow. Wow. Happy yeah. for them. So uh, look out for those two stepping out in L.A. <laughs> I will. I sure will. Uh, next bizarre relationship. This one makes a bit more sense, to be honest, is Lindsay Shookus from <laughs> SNL and really Ben Affleck fame, as, <laughs> as Amelia would say. Yes. And John Hamm. 
Uh, according to Page wow. Six, The Cut, Entertainment Tonight, everyone's reporting on this. Uh, they went to go see a Broadway show in New York. They sat together on the aisle and looked like they were having a great time. These are all like, you know, anonymous exclusive sources. This is reporting. just like the Rubble Wilson. She's been to Cats. Or yeah. not Cats. I mean, <laughs> Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge four times. And then it, quote, it felt like they were on a date. But then <laughs> later in the article, after you got to get the clickbait, it goes, apparently they've been friends for more than a decade. Oh, my God. So it's like, are they romantically involved? I'm not sure. We're just friends. John Hamm versus Ben Affleck. Not sure. Honestly, these days, like, so they're in similar, they're, they're a similar type. They are. You know? Same yeah. energy, as we say it's at the ext- ringer. <laughs> very, very much the same energy. <laughs> so we don't know. That's literally all that's been said huh. is they reported one right. time seen a Broadway we'll show. We'll keep an eye on it. Agreed. Kate, want to finish this off? Oh, I really don't. <laughs> Speaking of finish this oh. off. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> Kaya, don't cut that. No matter how much she pleads. Save me, Kaya. Okay. Um, all right. Thomas Middleditch, Jesus Christ. Him, he's in Silicon Valley. Oh my God. You may know him. He's uh, also from in those like Verizon? The Verizon yes. commercials. In an interview with Playboy, it was the same Playboy issue uh, that Kylie Jenner oh. was on the cover of, the pleasure issue. Apparently, it's sold out. It apparently was very popular. Um, he talked about the fact that he and his wife have an open relationship and they experiment with swinging culture, mm-hmm. as he says, if, although it's now called being, quote, part of the lifestyle. The term swinging is old. Oh, my God. So he talks about how he literally says, I don't want my wife to be mad at me. But then he like starts <laughs> talking about it and he goes, Jesus. Only, he goes, only after I got married was I like, Molly, I'm sorry, but we have to get non-traditional here. <sighs> And he goes, to her credit, instead of saying, fuck you, I'm out, she was like, let's figure this out. So then he says, swinging has saved our marriage. So basically they go to like, he talks about how like they've gone to like swinging clubs and like they have an open marriage, blah, blah, blah. This is the worst part. He goes, I self-deprecatingly call myself a pervert, but that's not what it is. I'm just sexual. Okay. And then he goes on and on and then he goes, um, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, I gotta scroll down. He really just talked about this for a really long he time. He does. This is a long it's ass really long, and He really goes into a lot of detail. So weird. Um, here we go. He goes, not every corner is explored, but you have to be patient. I battle my own needs. Sometimes I'm a ravenous little monster. Okay. Uh, how okay. do I calm that down? Also, like, just think about Thomas Middleditch and his like little wow. rat face. Like, why <laughs> his wife is so cute. I've had a lot of time to to soak this one in because we have been talking about it incessantly last uh-huh. year. I my stance is as long as like she's happy that's right. fine but it yeah. does not appear that she's happy. We can only speculate. We have no idea. Right. He but, definitely implied that he like was like this is something you have to do if you want to yeah. stay together. Yeah. And also like just they were together for a really long time before they got married and being like only mm. after we got married was I like yeah. we got to get non-traditional. Like right. come on. Right. You put a ring on it and then you drop that. <laughs> oh my god. Right. Anyway I hate it a lot. Hate it a lot. Okay, next category. This is a special little little segment because we're approaching fall. Uh, next week is the first day of autumn, so just oh, wow. you know, get excited. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> the fall, apparently, in the less celebrity world, is just a time for a glow down. A lot of questionable appearances have been sprouting out everywhere. Yes. Although there are some false alarms here because a lot of this oh. shit is temporary, as mm. we've since learned. So, Kate, start us off with the first fall glow down. Wait, can I just say one thing? That yes. Hot girl summer, no. I I said this on Twitter. It's tired bitch fall, okay? And yes. people wow. are fucking tired. And yes. people are making a lot of mistakes um, <laughs> with their attempts to have a hot girl yeah. fall. So, yeah, they should just give up. I, you know, opinions on this one differ on the Tea Time squad, I believe. Yeah. Kendall Jenner is blonde. Mm. Um, like we mentioned earlier in the pod, the Kardashians like to go through their blonde phases and then they go back <laughs> to their brunette roots. That's I so true. I don't think Kendall has ever been, na- like, fully for real blonde before. Mm-hmm. She just has, mm-hmm. like, worn a blonde wig, like, yeah. once or twice. But she's actually blonde. 
And I hate it a lot. It doesn't work for her. It, it just not. does not. It's like it looks weird. It makes her look sickly. It's a very yellow blonde. It's a very yellow. It's blonde. like a honey blonde. And you can just like tell that like if you were to like brush her hair back, it would break off. Ooh, I'm really into this look. Yes. Although I'm in general a Kardashian and specifically Kendall Jenner apologist, so <laughs> not are. surprising. I really like the look where it's dark roots and kind of like that's oh, true. Okay. It definitely is like well done. I just think with her skin tone, it looks weird. It looks just like that's she fair. looks sick. I don't know. It is not a glow down to me, but to each their own, you know? And, like, as a brunette, I just feel a little bit betrayed. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, Next one? The next one is so much worse. Joe Keery from Stranger Things, uh, Mullet Man from Stranger <laughs> Things, as I referred to him because I don't watch Stranger Things, he no longer has a mullet. He had kind of, like, picture Harry Styles, but with longer hair. Very flowy. Very flowy, like, swept-back mullet. Very 80s. He cut that off. He showed up at a Chanel event with just these truly awful things. <laughs> like, he, it's kind of like that meme where you're like, you go into the barbershop and you're like, just oh. fuck my shit up. <laughs> oh my God. It looks like he said that. They're like, comb down. They're super uneven. Unbelievably unflattering. And people like freaked out about it. Yeah. Well, because his hair is iconic. It, is, it right? makes him it's as like his look. Yeah. <laughs> he messed it all up. It's really bad. I would not have been able to pick him out of a lineup as the Stranger Things guy if I had just seen this picture. Wow. Okay, do you guys know Coconut Head? From like Ned's Declassified. What the hell are you? It's talking like a about? it's a, a Nickelodeon TV show. <laughs> is that what he no. looks like? But he looks like coconut. Head. It definitely is a coconut bowl cut effect. Yeah, but also, this. Oh, oh go yeah, ahead. No, no. I was just gonna say I know coconut head in real life, but anyway, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm really happy that you finished <laughs> that thought. Uh, this is one of the false alarms though, because he was paparazzi later, like recently, like a couple days ago, and he unclipped the bangs. It's still a what? shorter hair, but the it's not permanent. He still oh. has the coif on top. It's longer. He stepped out with his girl. Friend and everybody was like, "Oh my god, thank God!" Wait, <laughs> but it's the same haircut. It's just more it's swept shorter back. on the back. But he had clip-on bangs. Apparently, who knows? No way. I'm looking at pictures now, and I do not buy that. It, they're just swept back. Look at the paparazzi pic, Amelia. Well, please, oh, this is coconut head. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> okay, there are similarities. Okay, All yes, right. fine. All right, uh, let's get through this shit. <laughs> next glow down is our man Noah uh, Sense now. <laughs> he has dyed his beard very, very blonde. Uh, debuted it on Instagram, captioned it, what happened, which, like, I agree. I would like to know. What happened? People are speculating that this is due to his role as He-Man in the Masters of the Universe remake. Oh, God. But, but that uh, means he'd have to keep it that way for a while. And, and I don't I mean, think his hair is supposed to be blonde. Yeah. He doesn't have a beard, though. He Oh, he, I mean, he messed in the movie. Maybe it's like a creative decision. He also, like, doesn't look like Noah like now. So. Right. And I want to give a shout-out to Kaya, who this made me laugh so hard. Uh, she noticed that a lot of the fan accounts were like, oh my god, fuck, like, do I delete my account now because people were so horrified by this look and she was like, you know it's bad when the fan accounts start to jump yep. ship, which is true. <laughs> that is so true. The fan accounts see you through a lot, but, you know, only so far. There oh are God. boundaries. So that was an extreme glow down. And lastly. All right, lastly, out this morning, uh, the trailer for the just continuously pushed back movie, The Rhythm Section. Um, uh-huh. It's a movie with Blake Lively. It's like her spy movie. She got hurt filming it. So like it was pushed back, pushed back. Literally feels like I've been filming this for years. Finally, the trailer is out. She wears the worst fucking wigs I've ever seen in my entire life. But even that is less concerning to me than the accent that Blake Lively is doing Mm. in this trailer. She said her first couple lines, and I was like, she sounds kind of weird. But it was like just a couple one-liners, and then she had a longer (laughs) sentence, and I was like, oh my God, she's doing a British accent. And I don't think I've ever heard Blake Lively try to do an accent. I don't think it's something that's meant 
for this world. I I agree. <laughs> and also, when you watch, we can tweet out the trailer, but uh, the trailer, I do you know that Scarlett Johansson movie, Lucy? Yes. Yeah. It, she, I thought it was Scarlett Johansson for a second. Is and it because of the horrible wig? Yes. <laughs> it also reminded me of the movie Peppermint with Jennifer Garner that came out last year where oh. she also wears a ton of bad wigs and like tries to reavenge her family. I'm like, okay, can we get better wigs? I was going to say. Truly. We're, like, why? Oh, this is Hollywood. We're about to be in 2020, people. How this is, is the studio wig movie business not elevated? Why itself? is it not better? It's crazy. Game of Thrones, garbage wigs. <laughs> why do we not have better wigs Big in Hollywood? Big Little Lies, Nicole Kidman. <laughs> horrible wigs. <laughs> Shailene. Oh, well, that oh, was her real, real hair, unfortunately. <laughs> but anyway, bad wigs. Make better wigs, Hollywood. Yes. Okay, next category, not worth the tea. I feel like the glowdowns also is not worth the tea, but, <laughs> it but was. we made a It was a more category. focused not worth yes, the tea category. We got more. Okay, start us off, Kate. All right, Madame Tussauds has a royal lineup in, I think, most of their locations where they have... Um, you know, the royals, Meghan, Harry, Kate. <laughs> and they added Beyonce's homecoming version of her to literally smack dab in the middle of their royal lineup. So you got like Queen, <laughs> you got Camilla, and then literally it's Beyonce doing like a power pose. <laughs> and then the real queen. Short ass shorts. And honestly, it looks exactly like Beyonce. It, they really. That was actually why I put this one in here because the royals are like creepy. Like William looks nothing like William. But then it literally looks like Beyonce is standing there. They like knew that. The beehive yeah. was gonna 100%. Like, take them down if yes. they because they're like we can't fuck this up. They Seriously. really do those sometimes. Like oh. those turn out totally. Which is Whoa. more often than not, yeah. honestly. Which uh-huh. is weird. Like how are you so good at some things and so bad at others? It's puzzling. Right. She's right next to Meghan Markle, and Meghan Markle looks like really uncanny valley. But Beyonce literally looks like Beyonce. Yeah. So I would one thousand percent take a picture with that lineup just because Beyonce is here. Yeah. yeah. Well, well done. Next one. Oh, CBD leggings. What? Um, <laughs> in case your workout wasn't doing it for you, you know we love a weird, a weird, mm. uh, you know, apparel trend. Yes. Mm. They're making CBD leggings with like CBD oil infused into them uh, for people to wear. I guess to feel more calm during your workout. What? Or is it, that what you want? Isn't it also kind of like an anti-inflammatory, like relaxes your muscles a bit? Maybe that would Supposedly, help for recovery. Uh, but also, like, are you wearing them in recovery? You're wearing them while you're working out. I have no right? idea. You say here there's a huge scam because why? Because they just, there's no way there's they work. There's no way they work. Well, and wouldn't it, like, wash right. out? Right, you're washing. They're really expensive. Mm-hmm. The headline on the cut is, finally, leggings covered in oil. <laughs> yes. um, yeah, and they just look, it's, mm. and yeah, they're, like, targeting muscle groups. They're supposed to help with pain, but, like, come on. This like, is, come on. Those are, like, those, like, goop Gwyneth Paltrow, like, body this vibe stickers. Goop, where this is some like, goop Ooh. and poosh bullshit. Yeah. How dare you both? How dare you? Okay, next one. Um, Okay, sorry. So Ralph Lauren, um, I guess, I'm sorry, I'm not really a huge Friends fan, but I should probably watch the episodes before they leave uh, Netflix. Um, Yes, you should. So Rachel Green, Jennifer Aniston, who I'm, I just, I'm discovering Jennifer Aniston and it's very exciting for me. (laughs) Um, Her character worked for Ralph Lauren. um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we've seen Friends. Okay, for the people who haven't. Like me. Just All you. two anyway, of you. <laughs> so they're releasing, Ralph Lauren is releasing a Rachel Green-inspired line of clothing. I'm happy you put this in the outline because I couldn't tell how I felt. Her clothing is like very famously super cute on the yeah. show. She looked just like adorable the whole very time. Very cute 90s, yeah. And yeah, 90s is extremely back now. So it's a lot of like plaid little high-waisted mini skirts, mm-hmm. a lot of 
like patterns, whatever. I really like it. Um, it's cute. I wonder if Jennifer Aniston is getting a cut of this, like as if the Friends franchise mm. needs more money. Yeah. dude. Also, why is this the first time they're thinking of this? Right. That is kind of crazy. Friends is so like back in though. I know. You know, it's such a nostalgia play. Like all the ads are like they're in like Central Perk and stuff like that. Yeah. So, like, you yeah. Know. I don't know. It's weird. All right. I, there's Liz, no transition. You gotta do it. There's no transition here, so we're just going to go for it. You remember Ari from The Bachelor? Put your minds back. He's really super irrelevant now, but refuses to go offline and, like, refuses to stop documenting every aspect of his life. He, this week, has put his wife Lauren's breast milk in his eyeball because he thought he had pink eye. And the further I went into this article, the further, like, I hated it and wanted to leave because— <laughs> people thought he had pink eye and then like later it was said he doesn't even know if he had pink eye his eye was just red oh my. and breast milk is for babies and small children could be maybe a remedy for pink eye but Ari is a fully a girl like adult grown man he is pushing 40 and, and like fully documented the breast milk going into his eye his wife Lauren like spills milk all over his face, puts a spoon in his eye. Like it's a whole mess. And that also horrifying. something that like is maybe like a weird experiment you do in the privacy of your own home. The fact you document it for all those people is kind of questionable. But you guys, it worked. He documented later that like his eye was much less red. So maybe it's all worth it. I feel like he just didn't have pink eye. I feel Agreed. like you're correct. Maybe he just like got bumped in the eye and then yeah. you wanted an excuse maybe to put I think that's probably, Definitely. that feels like the most obvious answer. And I'm really sorry for reporting that all to you. <laughs> yeah, uh, We're you. finishing off with the last category, Tea Time's most unanswerable question of the week. Kate? All right. So the Birds of Prey movie, which is a spinoff of like Suicide Squad, stars Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Um, Tea Time has had their eye on it sort of against brand because of blonde Chris Messina. Yeah. <laughs> As you know, we stand Chris Messina now that he showed up on the Golden Globes blonde. Um, and he dyed his hair for this movie. It's also got, you know, Ewan McGregor, great. It's got some other Mary Elizabeth Winstead, love her. Um, and they released the poster for it this week. And honestly, first of all, I just, I think I'm in. There have been a lot of, like, side-by-sides of, like, how they styled Harley Quinn in Suicide Squad to, like, very much appeal to the male gaze and how they're oh styling God. her for this movie. Yeah. Wow. And she's, like, got pigtails and she's yes. all covered up. And it's, like, very much, like, more appealing to women. So yes. I'm, like, oh I'm in. Oh, my God. You're so right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and we're very that. much over clowns at, on Tea Time. Yes. But I'm going to make an exception for Margot. And also there is a—first of all, the poster is really fun. But there is a tiny look at blonde Christmasina. And I know Amelia has thoughts on how he actually looks in character. This is not what I was promised. <laughs> Do you feel let down? He is blonde. He is, but he just doesn't, he's not giving that energy that he mm. showed up at the Golden Globes yeah. with. Yeah, we, we'll know. wait for a trailer and we'll, we'll withhold judgment on that. Um, yes. yeah. But yeah, we're in. I'm in on Birds of Prey, actually. It looks really sure, good. Sure, fine. Uh, next unanswerable question. Okay, so another movie topic. They're making a Funko movie. Hmm. Um, and if you don't know what Funkos are, Congratulations. Congratulations. Turn off this podcast and just never think about Funkos ever again. Yeah. <laughs> um, Funkos are like these little action figures that have huge heads and they're really hard to like stand, stand up. up. They're yeah. like bobbleheads that don't bobble. Exactly. And then they all fall over and they have really big eyes. They're cute, but like don't you, you only need like one or two. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so why? I want to know why they're making What will they make the movie about? Because all these Funko little dolls are a, of like prop other properties right, like they're right. a big Marvel thing and just mm -hmm. like any character from any movie like they mm -hmm. have golden girls and stuff so I'm confused 
like what is this going to be like another Lego movie kind of thing? I think that's exactly what it's going to be. Because that's what Lego movie, the Lego movie did was like take Batman and yeah. take yeah. like all the established characters. You also have, do you know anyone who has a Funko addiction? Yeah. What is the acceptable amount of Funkos? I have three Funkos. What? Two of them were gifts. That's and okay. one of them I bought. I bought a Tina Belcher one. Oh, that's cute. Way back when, when they first started out, because she's holding her erotic friend fiction <laughs> journal, and I thought it was really Some funny. Some of them are funny, yeah. She absolutely refuses to stand up. She's probably laying down on my bookshelf somewhere. Um, I have a young Dumbledore, Jude Law's Dumbledore, that my brother sent me for my birthday, which I have on my desk at work. And that one falls, falls down. Falls down constantly. <laughs> And then I also, I think, have a Game of Thrones one that was a gift. Yeah, this is really puzzling. I have never owned, seen, or, like, known anyone to. This I literally have one on my desk. Yeah, I don't next know. Next to you. And I said two feet away from you. Um, but people, these are, like, really collectible items. They people are. People have, like, 20, 30, 40. And they just, and they, like, keep buying them. And they keep them in the boxes. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's really puzzling. I feel like we almost could have done an entire category, like, Tea Time Investigates yeah, Maybe when the movie comes out. Yeah, maybe, because they are huge. Yeah. Um, like collector's item and it yeah. puzzles me constant like constantly. I I have one. It was like a Regina George one and I was just like that's cute. Nice. I, I like yeah. it. But that's all that I have, but I know someone when I worked at Disney like it, Everyone yeah. had fun yeah. Like It was weird not Our to have fun Our binge mode guys have have a bunch. They have yeah. a bunch of Game of Thrones ones and yeah. Harry Potter ones. And this guy like again I I'm not naming any names, but he <laughs> like was going into debt, but he kept on buying these Funkos. Oh, no. Yeah. So it's they're just addictive, like any, I think. It's like the Beanie Babies yes. or the whatever. Like, people just And they're, like, shit. sneakily not super expensive. Yeah. So they're Like, eight bucks. Yeah. So it's like they right. they pile up, yeah. and then before you know it, you've spent, like, $1,000 yeah. on these things. We're genuinely very curious if you guys have Funkos for, like, any specific reason or how if you have a bunch, if you yeah. have one. Yeah, tweet us. We really want to know. We want to see know. your Funkos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, last question. This is completely off topic, but it's just as puzzling. Victoria Beckham eats four avocados a day wow. to maintain her glowy look. And I'm so confused because four avocados is so many. And Victoria Beckham is so small. Maybe this is like the only thing. She, like, you know, maybe. But <laughs> avocados four, are a lot of calories. Four avocados is an insane amount to eat per day. Yeah. There's only so many things you can do with it. Like, you guys got to tally. It's like one in a smoothie, fine. One on toast mid-morning. Sure. One in a salad lunch. One also plain? on a salad. Oh, maybe plain as a snack. Like scoop it out. But they're, like, usually it's, you'd only use like, at least for me, like right. half of an avocado right. yeah. for like a salad or something? Avocado goes a long it way. It really does. And they have a lot of fat. Like they're they good do. for you to a certain extent. They're yeah. like good for you fat, but it's a but, lot of it. And Victoria Beckham is so skinny. Like it really would have to be almost the only thing she's eating. Yeah, <laughs> and people ask her a lot about her skincare routine and just in general her diet and stuff because of the way that she looks. And she also has, like I read this a long time ago and I like took it as Bible. She was like, I had really bad skin and then I ate salmon every single day and I still do. And that was like 20 years ago. So I'm just picturing this woman in her big house with <laughs> David, like eating salmon and like four avocados every single day. I think it's just bullshit where like Sean Mendes was like, oh, I meditate to keep my skin fresh. Yeah, I feel like fake. they just make shit up and oh. see what people will, will believe. Yeah, totally. Huh. Also, this is not realistic for the people of the world. But that, that is true. Avocados That's have like. I don't have an avocado budget. <laughs> no. Same. I have a Funko budget or an avocado budget. I <laughs> right. don't have both. Plus, you got to think about. Oh, Kaya, I have a question. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly. Avocados stay ripe for like four hours, and I don't understand how she can time all of this so You're right. well. That is tough. Equally puzzling, and I just needed to say that. So okay. now we can end the pod. 
<laughs> okay, another beautiful episode of Tea Time in the books. Thank you, Kaya, our producer. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Alwell. And I'm Amelia Wetmeyer.